to John chapter 5. We'll actually be uh, reciting the Apostles' Creed this morning. But I'd like to read, as the major text anyway, John chapter 5 with a few other scriptures to help us understand this part uh, of the Apostles' Creed that we're looking at today. John chapter 5, verses 21 through 30. This is the word of God. For as the Father raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the Son gives life to whom he will. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to his Son, to the Son, that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but is passed from death into life. Most assuredly, I say to you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself, and has given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. Well, we looked last time, uh, some months ago now, I think, we looked last time a bit about what is called the session of the Lord, and that is when he, uh, he ascended into heaven, and the way it phrases it in the creed, it says, and he sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. And then the next phrase is what we will focus on just a bit this morning. Uh, from there, he shall come. From there, he shall come to judge the living and the dead. Now, until the part about the session of the Lord, uh, the Apostles' Creed really is affirming uh, things that happened in the past. Uh, but in this part, we are uh, also affirming, we are saying what we believe about the future. In Acts 10, Peter was testifying to Cornelius and his family, and it says this in verse 42, and he, that is the Lord Jesus, commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. So it's very clear, Jesus is the judge of the living and the dead. Paul's charge uh, to Timothy in 2 Timothy 2, uh, right before his the number of charges that he gave him. He said, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. So he wanted Timothy to know uh, very clearly who th this charge, who he was serving and th who this charge was for, the judge of the living and the dead. In 1 Peter 5, uh, the unbelievers, it says, uh, they will give an account of him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. And uh, now for his children. His children are the children of the Lord. The judgment should evoke uh, comfort, really. Uh, first, because it assures us that the Lord will one day come back. He's coming back. He's coming back to gather the nations to him, and he's coming back to judge the living and the dead. He's also, uh, this should give comfort, too, because uh, since Christ is our judge, um, he is our judge, but he is on our side. He is the judge of uh, all and he is also our advocate. In uh, 
The Apostle John said this, and we read this this morning. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin, but, essentially, if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And another comforting passage, in fact, the whole chapter of Romans 8 is very comforting, but in verse 1 it says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. And at the end of the chapter it says, who is he who condemns? The question is, who is there to condemn us? Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. And then finally we can be comforted because judgment is also about justice. Judgment is about justice. His return is not only for receiving the faithful into glory, uh, but for judgment on mankind, those who would not bow the knee. The faithful will be raised to everlasting blessedness and everlasting joy, and the wicked will uh, be coming forward to everlasting punishment. Now the martyrs in heaven long for this day, brothers and sisters. They long for that day, and so should we. In Revelation 6, when he, that is the Lamb of God, when he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried out with a loud voice saying, how long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. And I'd like to just conclude by reading uh, from a little bit from Revelation 20 without comment, the great white throne judgment. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them, that is the enemies of the Lord. There was no, found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one according to his works. So brothers and sisters, as we say the Apostles' Creed and recite it together this morning, and then as we come to the table of the Lord, we are declaring that we believe that Jesus Christ is the righteous judge of all, and by that we are also being reminded that he is our redeemer, our advocate, and our intercessor. So let's declare what we believe together. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into Hades. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we rejoice that our King came as a baby and then sacrificed himself for his own. And we rejoice in the resurrection and that we have a righteous judge who has paid the penalty for our sin on the cross. Lord, we come with gratefulness before you this morning to the table. We come to you as our advocate and our intercessor, and we thank you for eternal life and hope in you alone. And we praise you, triune God, in Jesus' name. Amen.